Welcome to the Lord's house this evening. It's sure good to be here. I'm thankful to be here and thankful that God made it possible for us to be here. Everyone's welcome. We thank God for each one's come to any visitors, especially glad to have you. And I want to share scripture, but I want to tell something that Brother Anthony shared with me so I don't forget it. He said there's a lot of ice built up on the building. <clears throat> so he said, wouldn't be real good idea to go out that side door there because that ice is kind of hanging out there. It could fall. And even outside here and down that way, there's a lot of ice coming down the building. Wouldn't be a good idea to let the kids uh, play too far down there. That ice could come off. Uh, we even saw some uh, earlier that uh, looked like it was uh, uh, kind of putting a lot of stress on some of the gutters. So just be careful uh, later on when you go out. <clears throat> All right. Back to the scripture. Uh, I want to read uh, uh, in the book of First uh, Peter, chapter five, and uh, verses six, seven, and eight. Again, that's First uh, Peter, chapter five, verse six, seven, and eight. <clears throat> Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that He may be able, that He may exalt you in due time. Now, humble yourselves. That means be humble, be down, down to earth. Don't try to uh, put yourself in from a high place. If you humble yourself, then it says under the mighty hand of God, then he'll raise you up. Exalt means to raise you up. He'll lift you up. He'll take you to high places. <clears throat> Listen to what you can do when you humble yourself. Next verse. Casting all, A-L-L, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. And uh, care uh, sending them to burden. You can cast all your burden on the Lord. Uh, now, after you've cast your burden on the Lord, or while you're casting your burden on the Lord, there's still something we need to do. And this next verse tells it. Be sober. That means pay attention. Be focused. Uh, the next word, be vigilant. It means be watchful to what's going on. Here's why. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. So, humble yourself. Cast all your care on the Lord. We don't have to carry the weight of the world. Because God said he'd carry it. But we need to do our part, and God takes care of the rest. Let's all stand for word of prayer. <clears throat> Precious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you from the depths of our heart that you are God, and that uh, if we'll humble ourselves before you, that you lift us up, take us to high places that we could never find on our own, never go there. And Lord, we thank you that we can cast all our care upon you because you care for us. And you take care of things that we cannot and, Lord, when we're vigilant and we're sober and we look to you, uh, you keep the devil off of us. He's not able to get us down because you're there to fight the battles. God, we praise you and we thank you for these things. I ask you to bless this service tonight in Jesus' name and amen. You may be seated. Turn service over to the choir. Brother Taylor. Page 130. <laughs>
page 286. 286.
this time we're gonna have the choir come down and turn it over to whoever's open up tonight. Prayer requests, and anybody have a prayer request? Everybody always does. Anyone else? Remember that? Martin family, I'd like to thank everybody for their prayers and their cards they've been getting. They've been loving their cards they've been getting and uh, phone calls and visits at the hospital and visits at home and um, just continuous in your prayers. He's doing well, but we do appreciate it. Anybody else? Remember him. Anyone else? Not last Eric to lead us. Our most kind and gracious and all wise heavenly Father is once again in me by our hearts and life before you this evening. Thanking me, Father, for there's another great opportunity you can grant us that we might be able, Heavenly Father, to come to your house and worship thee in spirit and truth. Father, we realize this evening without you we can't do anything. Father, we can't even pray except you give us the option, Father, to know what we're praying for. And I pray this evening, Lord, if there's one here that don't know this every pardon of sin, that you might touch their hearts with your Holy Spirit this evening help them to realize that they need you more than anything else in the world, Father, that you might come to their hearts in such a way they might not be able to rest until they make their peace called in relationship with thee. God bless all these requests of our people this evening. Father, you know each one of our hearts, and I pray that you might help us just to lay aside all the waste and sins that so easily beset us. 
we might be able to worship thee this evening in spirit and truth. God, whatever is accomplished, we'll try to praise and honor and glorify your name. Because we ask it in Jesus' name, we pray. We'd like to see if anybody has a song or a testimony or anything you need to do tonight. It's our good crowd for being as ugly as it is outside. It sure is. I really didn't expect half this many. Anybody got anything? you know I won't stick here very long um, but uh, you know it, like Kenny's talking about his dad and he's talking about that uh, young lady uh, it's nice to have a church family that when bad times come you know you got somebody to, to pray for you this sure helps anybody at all If not, I'm going to turn it over to my pastor. Appreciate that. I appreciate being here. I certainly appreciate Elmer opening up. Done a good job. Each uh, prayer request and comment, appreciate it. And the choir singing, as usual, I really thank the Lord for the choir singing. It just blessed my heart. And uh, let's keep praying. And let's just mind the Lord, do everything God wants us to do tonight. Let me ask again. Elmer, ask and, and ask again, but I'm going to ask another time. Anybody have a song on your heart or testimony? You know, it's, it's feel free. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And if uh, God's wanting you to do something, he'll help you do it. Uh, you know, I, I love the way God works. Every time he wants us to do something, he says, I'll help you. And he will. And he does. All we have to do is just trust him and step out by faith. You can take a tiny step by faith, and God can take you a long way. With you just taking a tiny step, he can take you way beyond it. Amen. Appreciate you sharing that with us and let the church us pray. Really remember that. Someone else. Anybody? Song or testimony? Just follow your heart. Not we'll turn over one of these preachers and uh, one back there and one back there and a couple up here. 
any one of you fellows that's uh, uh, got something on your heart, you're welcome. I was just looking around to make sure I hadn't overlooked anybody. If I did, I apologize. But uh, any one of you fellows got something on your heart, feel like God stirring your heart, just follow and mind the Lord. Just come ahead. He's welcome. Do y'all like the singers? I'll give you a little extra moment. And you're still welcome singing, even while we're talking to the preachers. You're still welcome singing if you feel like anybody. Amen. Well, I appreciate that testimony. And the reason I laughed when you said that, I could hear your mom saying that. I, I could see her face, and I could see her sitting right over here, and I could hear her say that. You, it just, uh, boy, I appreciate that testimony. Anybody else? Well, when you folks come on in, whoever's got it on your heart, come ahead. Let me ask again. Somebody else want to feel like singing? You're welcome. I'm going to look for scripture. I know I got marked. I'm just going to. You pray real earnestly. I probably need to read out of the 10th chapter of the book of Romans if you've got your. Bibles and want to follow along, that's great. I appreciate that. Take me just a minute to get untangled here. And uh, give you a chance to turn to the scripture anyway. I like to start reading at uh, verse 5. <clears throat> Chapter 10, verse 5, Book of Romans. This is where it reads. For Moses described the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. And let's take a moment and talk about that. So Moses told him about the law, said, you keep that law, you can live by it. Only problem was nobody could keep that law. The law was holy and just and good, but because of man's inability to keep the law, Man was in a jam, but God had a way out of that jam. And it goes on here, says, verse, verse 6 says, But the righteousness, which is of faith. Now we're getting to the point where that's where we are uh, and where we need to be uh, when it says here, But the righteousness, which is of faith, speaketh on this wise. Say not in thine heart, who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring Christ up again from the dead. Uh, I've talked to people before and tried to testify to them about the Lord, and uh, I've had people on occasion tell me, now, 
Preacher, I, I don't understand that faith stuff. If you want me to believe something, show it to me. If you can show it to me and let me look at it, let me see it, let me feel it, uh, I might believe it. Uh, I remember, and God brought this back to my mind when I was sitting there, and uh, I guess for this reason. Uh, I remember a time many years ago, it was actually before I started pastoring Lima Church, I still pastor up at Pleasant View. There was a young man came to our house, a very nice young man, very polite, and uh, he was friend of some of the young people, and uh, we got talking a little bit, uh, talking about uh, getting saved and had to trust by faith, and, and he said that. He said almost what I've already preached. He, he said, Preacher, he said, I don't know about that faith stuff. He said, I'm a kind of a hands-on guy. I said, you want me to believe something? He said, show it to me. He said, if you show it to me, he said, uh, I'll consider it. And, and God really gave me this. When I, when I said this to him, he thought I was uh, being a smart addict or I was uh, demeaning him, and I didn't mean it that way. But the way I answered him, I said, uh, let me ask you a question. He said, okay. I said, do you have a brain? And uh, he said, I guess I'm smart as you are. And I, I laughed. I said, oh, I said, you're probably a lot smarter than me. And he looked real funny because he thought I was putting him down. I said, oh, you're probably a lot smarter than me. I said, but just, just bear with me for a little bit just, just for the sake of what we're talking about. I said, you think you have a brain? He said, boy, yeah, I know I do. I said, why do you think so? He said, well, I, I'm talking to you. It's taking my brain to do that. When I walk, it takes my brain. Uh, when I do things, it takes my brain. I'll get something on my mind. That's in my brain. I'll go ahead and do it. And I said, well, I, I see what you mean. I believe that. I said, well, have you ever seen your brain? And he said, well, no. And I said, well, you already told me you wouldn't believe in anything you hadn't seen. And you haven't seen your brain, and yet you believe in your brain. He said, well, well, yeah. I said, you believe in your brain because of the effect that it has on you. I said, that's why I believe in Jesus. And that's, that's why I believe in faith, because of the effect it's had on me. Uh, I said, and it's had a lot more effect on me than my brain has, because when I move by faith and when I trust God, he never has failed me. He never has let me down. Uh, and so I said, my brain lets me down sometimes. Sometimes uh, there'll be things I think I ought to know and I can't think of. Them. Uh, uh, it's more that way now than it was back then. Uh, but I, I said, here's the thing of it, son. Uh, sometimes there are things uh, beyond what we see and what we feel. Uh, there are things that's way beyond that that's more important uh, than the natural things, and that's the spiritual things. Uh, and so uh, I don't know how he ever uh, uh, turned out, but he said, a preacher, he said, you've given me something to think about. God gives us something to think about. And so uh, when then the Bible talks about this down here, after it says, uh, don't say who's going to go up to bring him down or who's going to go down and bring him up, the Bible goes on this way. It says, but what saith it? That's talking about the righteousness which is of faith. What does it say? Uh, not show me uh, physically, but what does it say? It said this, the word is nigh thee. Boy, it means close to thee. Uh, and it says, get this part. Uh, what say the word is nigh thee? even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Uh, you know what? When I was a lost boy, uh, I'd been to church and I'd heard the gospel. Uh, I hadn't believed from my heart yet, uh, but uh, the word was nigh me, uh, even in my mouth. Uh, what do you mean, preacher? Well, uh, I, I'd go to Sunday school. They'd ask us questions. Uh, we'd have a Christmas plays. Uh, we'd have things we'd recite. Uh, I, I learned a whole lot of the second chapter of the book of Luke about there were shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Uh, uh, well, I learned some of that. It was in my mouth. It was in my mind. Uh, uh, but God, listen, 
listen to what's said down here. What say the word is not even in my mouth and in my heart. In my heart. It was even in my heart. Uh, preacher, you wasn't saved and it was in your heart? Uh, yeah. Uh, it had come to my heart. Uh, uh, the heart and the soul's different. Uh, the, the soul's the eternal being. Uh, but the heart is where you make your decisions at. It's in the very depth of your being. Uh, even David, let me uh, go ahead and verify that a little bit. Uh, David back there in the scripture after he'd sinned, when he he come up, he, I think it's the 51st chapter of Psalm. I'm not sure, but uh, he was praying. He he told God, uh, he admitted to his transgression at one of his prayers. He said, create in me a clean heart. Uh, and so he was already God's man, uh, but he gotten out of line. Uh, his heart was wrong. Uh, God, he said, God created in me a clean heart. Uh, so my friend, we need to have our heart right. You can be a saved person. God can live in your soul and your heart can be wrong. We need to get our heart right. And now, so he was saying down here, now listen to this. Now I want to read it again. But what saith it? The word is not even in thy mouth, in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. And so Paul was saying we preach this word. You know it. You've heard it. It's right at your heart. And let's go on down here and get this. It's real important. He said, and here's what he said. He said, this is what we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now, let me dwell on that a little bit. You say, oh, preacher, you mean I've got to get up and uh, make a speech? No, it's not what it's talking about. When he says down here, he says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, he's not even talking about this mouth. He's talking about the mouth of the inward being. See, there's an inward man and an outward man. I'll tell you a little experience I had a long time ago. I've shared this a few times. Uh, that really illustrated to me. This is not talking about the physical mouth. This doesn't mean verbiage. It doesn't mean words coming from this mouth. It means uh, from the mouth of the inward person that looks up to God by faith and says, Yeah, Lord, in my heart. I don't remember if I was talking out loud the moment I got saved or not. It doesn't matter. God was looking at my heart. Uh, from the mouth of my heart, uh, I was saying, God, I'm a sinner. Uh, Lord, I believe you died for me. Uh, Lord, please save me. So here, here's the illustration. Uh, this is uh, a real story. Uh, this was also at Pleasant View Missionary Baptist Church. Many years ago, Art Miller, most of you know him, he's deacon up there. His mom and dad were deaf mute people. And, and Art was real good at doing signage. And, and one day, they, they brought a young lady to church with him, a very pretty young lady. And uh, she was deaf mute. And so Art asked me, he said, Preacher, I don't know if you can or not. He said, but especially today. He said, I've really got a burden for her. He said, I don't want to interfere with what you need to do, do anything you feel like. But he said, if you could slow down just a little bit, he said, give me more chance uh, to sign to her. Well, God just laid that on my heart. Uh, probably one of the slowest messages in tempo that I'd ever preached. Uh, but the power of God was there. See, it's not how loud we are. It's not how fast we preach, but it's the power of the Holy Ghost. Well, I saw that girl uh, begin to cry. Or it was a sign. And, and he would, he'd, sometimes he'd do this. Uh, of course, you know what this means in signage. That's one of the few signs I know. That's talking about my Lord was nailed to the cross. That means Jesus. Well, now that girl sitting back there crying. In a little while, we had an invitation song. She came uh, to the altar. Tears running down her face. And uh, she bowed and prayed. And we prayed with her. She got up and she sat down on the altar. Tears just a streaming. I can remember it well. I know Linda can. She put her hand on her heart. She looked up and she pointed toward heaven. She couldn't say any words with this mouth. It wasn't with this mouth that she testified. It was with the mouth of the inward man. She looked up toward heaven. 
The church went to shouting. Uh, uh, it was a heavenly time. She believed from her heart. Uh, she couldn't hear me preach with her ears. Uh, but God took the gospel to her anyway. And so, boy, what a great God we've got. And so when it comes down through here, and so it says, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. You know, I've talked to people before that's gone places to churches and they said they'd get a bunch of them together and they'd read them off of a little card. They'd say, this is a sinner's prayer. You say this and you'll be okay. I want you to know, I said a prayer similar to what that sinner's prayer is. I must have, I probably said it 20 or 30 times and I still wasn't saved. I was trying to help the Lord out a little bit. But when I came down to a point where I trusted the Lord with my whole heart and from the mouth of my inner man, I cried out to God and I meant it with my whole heart. I got saved. Boy, I'm telling you what. And it goes on down through here and it says this then. He said, uh, let me get this. He said, verse, verse uh, 10, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Well, I was ashamed before I got him. But when I got him, Billy Ray, the shame was washed away. I've never been ashamed of my soul since then. I've been ashamed of the way I've acted on the outside a few times, but what God done for my soul, I've never been ashamed. Why? Nothing to be ashamed of. It's washed in the blood of the Lamb. Praise God. We need to be thanking God and praising Him for what He's done in our soul. If we've been saved, we need to be praising Him. If we haven't, if anybody here hasn't been saved, you need to be seeking the Lord. If you believe in Him from your heart and confess Him with the mouth of your heart, you can have salvation. You can have the Lord. You can have eternal life. And so he says down here, he says, and I want to read this again. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich and tall that call upon him. List this. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Again, that's with that mouth of the inner man. That's talking about calling by faith. That's not just saying some idle words. That's not repeating a written down prayer. That's calling on God meaning it. If you're hearing laws, they get you a song ready. Let's all stand. <clears throat> we'll say just a word to you and we'll sing. That's probably enough preaching. Let me sum up. This is what faith's talking about. It takes faith to get saved. And once you get saved, if you, if you want to have uh, uh, peace in your heart, if you want to have joy in your life, you want to have happiness, you exercise that faith and live for the Lord. The Bible said to just walk by faith. We need to follow God. So if you're here tonight and lost and you need to get saved and you feel that God's stirring your heart, uh, come let's pray. If you're here tonight and you don't know if you've been saved or not and you just kindly puzzle over, come to the altar. I've prayed with a lot of people trying to figure out where they're at and God helps people figure out where they're at because he knows. And if you're here and you're saved and you've kind of been just dragging along and not doing your part, not, not appreciating the God that gave his son to die on the cross, what a pity. I, I've been there, I've done that, but that's awful. We need to get in and live for and serve God and let him use us. Let him use us. Somebody needs to come tonight. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord tonight. Oh, please obey him. Just come. I'm telling you what, just let God help you take that step and come on, get in.
obey the Lord. Why not tonight? Would you come? Obey the Lord. I'm telling you, God knows everything. If you got something bothering you, you need to pray about. Come to the altar. Cast your care upon Him, cause He cares for you. Cast thy care upon Him, because He careth for you. Obey the Lord. Obey Him. Somebody needs to come. Please come. Oh, please come. I'm telling you, God knows what you need. He knows how to fix it. Please come. Amen. I won't ask for another song in just a minute. I won't say this. The, the scripture that God put on my heart to open up with, that middle verse, it said, casting all your care upon him for he cared for you. I got on the heart earlier today. I was studying that and I shared it with Linda. She said, that's interesting. She said, and she, she picked this up. God gave this to her. She said, that doesn't say casting all your cares. That word's not plural, it's singular. Casting all your care upon him because he cares for you. And she said, that says to me that no matter what it is or where it is or how many of this, that, just, you can just sum it up in a package all together, cast all your care, one big load, not just a little piece at a time. Isn't that good? Don't have to sort it out. A little piece here, a little piece here, a little piece here. But just sum it all up together, wrap it up in a big package, if you want to put it that way, and give it to God, casting all your care upon Him because He cares for you. I'm telling you what, God knows what we need. Uh, somebody here uh, has, and let me tell you this, I don't know why I feel like telling this, but uh, I've got an appointment to preach in, uh, at Smyrna down in Louisville on Saturday night, 5 o'clock, at Israel Douglas' church. And so I've been praying. Uh, I said, God, if you want me to preach it, give me something. Well, God give me a scripture, and I've been studying on it. I thought, well, Lord, I, I need something for Sunday morning if I need to preach Sunday morning. So God gave me another scripture. So I had two scriptures I studied on. I enjoyed both of them. I wasn't planning on using one of them tonight. But it worked out that way. Well, God knows. He, he can give me something else. It's all right. I don't care. I, I'm just glad that I had something that I need. I didn't know I was going to need anything tonight. But God gave me this. He gave it to me for a reason. It's for us. And so if you're here tonight and you're not where you need to be with God, if you feel like coming to the altar, we're not going to, uh, we're not going to ask you a bunch of questions. We're not going to ask you a bunch uh, what about your sin or anything. Or I might, if you come pray, when you raise up, I might say, how you feel? Feel better? How are you? What, what you, and I might, sometimes when people come to the altar, if they get down to pray, sometimes say, help me out. What are you praying for? I can pray better if you tell me what you're praying for. I do people that way. But I don't inquire about uh, what sins you've committed or anything like that. None of my business. God's able to forgive to the uttermost. And like, like I said again, he can help you if you're saved. He can help you if you're not saved. And if you're saved and you need to join church, boy, that's wonderful. I'm telling you, when I got saved, I was a little nervous about joining church. But there was something stirred inside. I knew I needed to be part of that uh, church, part of that family of God that had been a light to me uh, like Rose Hall was. That had been a light to me and helped me see I needed Jesus. I want to be part of that. And I'm telling you what, 
I had no idea how much blessing I get when I got baptized. Got baptized in the old stone quarry out on Mudsock Road. It was cold. But God blessed my heart. I remember it. It's a joy to me. I'm glad I got saved. I'm glad I'm part of God's church. So whatever you need tonight, and again, if you've got a burden, if you want to just come to all and pray for something, go back to your seats, you can do that. Sometimes I think we kind of cheat ourselves by not availing ourselves of doing that. But let's sing us another song. Somebody needs to come. I can feel it. I know somebody needs to come. Obey the Lord. Come tonight. Let God help you. Let God bless you. Obey the Lord. Come and let God bless you. God deserves obedience from us. He gave His only Son to die on the cross. Nothing could be more than that. That's the best there is. Best there could be. So, not only when we obey God, not only does it praise God, but it helps us. Everything I've ever done that praised God, God did more for me in that than I did for Him. Just the way it is. God's able. God's rich in mercy, rich in grace, rich in power. He cares for us. Think about that verse. Cast all you care upon Him because He cares for you. Cast all your care upon him because he careth for you. He loves you. And it's not just a sad love, it's an active love. He doesn't just love in word, but he loves in deed. He put it, he put it to use. Obey the Lord. songs. Thank you. Now, anybody have anything on your heart? I went far as I feel impression, but I still feel a lot of need, so if God's give you something, you do that. Whatever it is. Well, I appreciate feeling the Lord like I feel Him tonight. God is so good to us. I'll just share this with you. I feel like uh, probably in the last month or so, I've felt a lot more energy than I've had uh, since I had COVID. I got, had COVID. I was diagnosed with COVID back the first of November. You know, sick with it a while, and, you know, got over the immediate symptoms, but I still had so much fatigue, and it just weighed me down and bugged me to death. Well, about the last month or maybe a little more, God's blessed that to my energy level to come back up and my, my tiredness to subside. And I know a lot of people's prayed for me, and I appreciate everybody's prayers. I want to say that. And so I went back to uh, my uh, CLL doctor, 
cancer doctor this week, had a bunch of blood work done, had about as good of uh, results on my blood work as I've had since I was diagnosed with CLL quite a few years ago. Uh, and the doctor even, uh, he looked puzzled. He'd look at the numbers and he'd look up at me and he'd frown. And, and, uh, and he even commented about the way that I dealt with COVID. He said, when you had COVID, he said, uh, you reacted as if somebody had a good, strong immune system. Your, your immune system is supposed to be very weak, but it doesn't act like it. And, uh, and so one of the blood tests that they did for me was to see if I had antibodies. And uh, the blood test result was that I have a lot of antibodies. Resists, you know, it's where my body fought the COVID and, and the antibodies are in my system. And uh, so we got Linda tested, and she has antibodies too. So we appreciate all that. God's been real good to us. And I just thought I'd share that. Got a lot of people ask me about some of those things, and I wanted to, it just felt like, I just felt like I wanted to share it and say thank you to everybody that's prayed. Anything else? <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you. Uh, I appreciate that clapping, but I felt like getting down there behind the podium and hiding. <laughs> sweet thank you I appreciate that anything else boy God sure is good amen yeah amen yeah amen boy I thank God for that testimony too praise the Lord anyone else I'd like to make another prayer request for Levi. I'd like for you to pray for us. I said I have an appointment Saturday evening down at uh, Smyrna Church where Brother Israel Douglas is pastor. And uh, Brother Israel Douglas is in a revival uh, down in, uh, in Williamsburg right now. So pray for his revival that's going on. But uh, he said he feels like being back. He'd asked me probably a month ago about being in that meeting. So pray for that meeting. Pray for the revival he's in. Pray for that Saturday night service at Smyrna. And pray for our services back here Sunday. I've really had a burden, had some people on my heart, and even waking up at night and people's faces come before me, and I, I could pray for them. And so, boy, I appreciate the, the conviction God's been giving us, the power that the church has been moving in. It just blesses my heart, and let's just keep praying. The devil fights us on every hand, but God gives us the victory. We just need to trust him. So really pray. Anything else? All right. It looks like everybody's already standing. I'm going to ask Brother Kenny if he'd pray dismissal.